What's going on, good people? This is your boy, Josh Rogers, and Brian and I are excited to get back on today's episode. Um, we invited our brothers, our good friends from another podcast, Charles and Chancey, to be on our show. And in true family reunion fashion, it gets a little wild in the living room. We talk about all the things and we talk about talk about it in ways that are unique to us and we don't believe in censorship over here on the show so we allowed our brothers to be completely themselves in the living room and we had a really good time so just a heads up this is a conversation not for the faint at heart but it is a good one nonetheless so with that being said accepted and understood let's get into the show i'm a black man trying not to get caught i'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw What's going on, black people and Negroes all across the world? We are back. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian Hare. And we ain't the only ones in the living room today. We got, we got some people with us. We got our brothers. Um, should we let them introduce themselves? Should we just tell them who they are? or what? How should we do this, Brian? Uh, we should do this. Uh, hold on real quick. What are you, what, what, why'd you have you pressing hold in the middle? Yeah, what are, because what are I need y'all to check the chat real quick. <laughs> Um, and we, our brand, we don't really cuss in our brand. I need one of y'all to say this. <laughs> Listen, we back, bitches. We, okay, we're, we're... can I can I can I can I say can I say more can I say more than that? Is that okay? It's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We mother we motherfucking bad bitch. <laughs> okay, you can't 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 keep a good bitch down. Can't keep two good bitches down. Okay. Your favorite, your famous bitch, okay? Try to fucking kill us. And those are our brothers, Charles and Chancey from hey, AF the podcast. We are all back. We are brothers. We are family. And it is yes, so yes. good to so have good y'all to with us. How y'all been? How y'all doing? So good. good. We're doing so we, good you to know. be back. Yeah. 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 Chancey, yeah. you go ahead. Go ahead. You you know, you've been, you been doing a lot. So we, we, you know, how you how you I been? I've been doing nothing. <laughs> you, oh no, don't do that because you've been all in Ghana and Egypt and Africa. You listen, you've been, been on the whole been, continent. Been, been around, around the world. The world, the world I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, been I got back from I went to I left for Africa the end of June, got back the first slash second full week of July. Um, and it was really amazing. It was a really, really good time. I went out there to be with my best friend and her family. So it was dope because like, I didn't have like the tourist experience. I got like an actual, like real experience. And I, you know, mm-hmm. some days I did the touristy things, but then some days I got to just, you know, live how like, you know, a lot of just the people who just normally live there, just, they just live, just did normal shit. Like, and it was so, it was amazing. It was hot though. Literally like mm-hmm. if you breathed, you sweat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really what it was given like and mm-hmm. i had so and i had so many cute outfits like so just so many cute outfits it was so many things i was supposed to wear and by the time i got there i said i can't do this <laughs> like i can't i can't do that like it's terrible <laughs> like it was just it was hot but it was good food was amazing um weather was weather was great um I got to do a lot of just cool stuff. Got to go to like the botanical garden, a couple of museums. Okay. So it was dope. It was really, really dope. It was. That's what's up. And we she was out there making foo foo. 
I was making for fool. Yeah, for fool. Okay, correct me for fool. That's the place I like. So, so, um, so Chancey, you went to Africa, right? Uh huh. What were you a couple weeks ago, Charles? I went to Atlanta. See, now that's not all right there. Now that's where we got the issue. Because you came all the way to see, I pulled up the evidence. It was around July, July 18th. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And me and yeah, this was an ambush. We set it up. We set it up. So, me and Brian just scrolled through IG. IG. And I had to go ahead and do a little forward forward because I'm like, it's Charles in Atlanta, and they and didn't, say they, didn't say nothing. No coffee, no no tapas, no appetizers, oh. no no nothing. <laughs> wow! First and foremost, that picture that I posted, I posted when I got back to Ohio. Okay, <laughs> was like you in you in Atlanta? I'm like, nah, I was in Atlanta. First and foremost, I it's so many people I know in Atlanta. I'll be forgetting who's in Atlanta. I ain't even gonna lie, I ain't gonna hold you, but. I got y'all next time. I got okay. y'all. I promise. I promise. Wow, okay. y'all really just put me we, on the spot like we, that. We did. We supposed to be brothers. I'm, wow. Yeah. You, you, what's, what's, <laughs> what's 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 crazy is like I can't even defend you. Like I, yeah. like you you know you I didn't see that coming. So but wow. you know, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, you that was a nice. You, I mean. Bitch, bitches was there though. Bitches was there. You know they knew. They knew. Yeah. They, they saw me when I was there. Okay. <laughs> but how no, are but you, brother? But for real, how are you? What's been going on with you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm just trying to make it. I'm so busy. Um, like like I said a few weeks ago, I was in Atlanta celebrating one of my best friends' birthday. Okay. Came back straight to training and working. I've been trying to get shaking sweat my dance fitness business off the you know off the ground. I stopped for a little minute. Uh, but I'm trying to get back up and do my thing there. Um, I've just been doing a lot of creative stuff. I've been learning how to edit videos. So I record, uh, I have like my partner record me or some some of my friends and then learning how to edit. So I'm just trying to get more into my creativity, learning how to just do different things and venture off so I can make this money. I'm trying to make a meal by the time I'm 30. I'm going to get in the okay. bag. What be you say? It's a whole lot of money. Money. Okay. <laughs> in this mother. Uh, okay. <laughs> Leave it to Chancey. He'll, see, he'll finish it all. This motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Brian, well, this is what we did do. We didn't say what the podcast was. This is the podcast where we talk about oh, the we pay off the praises, the productivity, and the proper circumstance of being black millennials in America. Brian, how are you? I think you're okay. We're going to skip us because I'm ready to get into the show. We've Me been too. good. We've been talking. We've been We've good. Been um, song of the week. It's time. It's been six weeks Ooh. since we've done one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just I'm just going to say what the Lord leading you to say. I'm just going to say what's on my heart. <clears throat> what is it? It, it goes a little something like this. He says, I don't love her. <laughs> I tried to tell myself, <laughs> but you can see it in my eyes. That's a good one. Uh, I'm just gonna skip to the chorus. Because if it isn't love, mm. why do mm. I feel this way? Why mm. does mm. she mm. stay on? I don't know the moves. My, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And that is, <laughs> if it isn't love, a new addition. I, was Bobby still in the group at that time? 
He was not. Okay, so this was Johnny um, Gill. This was new edition with Johnny Gill. This was Johnny Gill. That is the song of the week. Uh, we're excited, if you can't tell. We Brian, are. are you ready to get the show started officially? Get into I'm some so Black Excellence on the Blessing so Report? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, bless the report. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. I can't say that enough. Um, bless our report. So when we talk about all the great things black people are doing out here in this great black world, black people do great things every single day. We make history every single day. So I got two people I want to do the uh, bless of report for. First is Black Dragon, right? And uh, it's spelled B-L-A-Q. Right. So it's Black Dragon. It's a black owned Chinese food restaurant in the DMV area. Do y'all like Chinese food? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Chinese food? Uh, yes, but very, very, I'm very like careful of what I get from them now. Mm-hmm. What do you get? Or you, did you have a bad experience? I'm not, I have a bad Just getting my four wings fries, you know, hot sauce, stuff, you know, <laughs> hot sauce, hot sauce, hot sauce, give me an hot sauce, give me an ice cream, poke a hole in the top. That's it. I don't want nothing else. <laughs> I want nothing else. Poke a hole in the nothing, top. Uh, poke a hole in the top. <laughs> I, I get my 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 uh my general style chicken. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. With my fried rice. The girls be saying general toso. So what's <laughs> general so what's toso, toso? General toso. style. No. General soul. General something. It's general something. I know it's general good. That's all I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> but as you can see, black people, we love some Chinese food. We do. Mm-hmm. We love mm-hmm. Chinese food. Um, but most of the Chinese food places are owned by the by the Asians. Um, so mm-hmm. we right, now. So- Right, rightfully so it makes sense no <laughs> cultural appropriation or anything like that but i don't know if this is is this is but we have a black chinese restaurant right it's called black dragon it's owned and operated by executive chef austin went to bowie state uh university grad uh bs degree in business management a concentration in management um uh i'm doing a terrible job reading this evening uh chef is Started cooking during his college years, and now he opened up a black-owned Chinese restaurant. He wanted to actually have a black-owned Chinese option uh, for people in his neighborhood because, of course, you know, in our communities, we don't own any black Chinese restaurants. So it's great to have one and support that. So uh, by black, we believe in buying black. So shout mm-hmm. out to uh, Chef Austin for and for creating Black Dragon. So we appreciate that. Um, our second bless up is for uh shake and sweat shake wow, <laughs> wow. so uh, quick quick bio i don't know if you ever heard of shake and sweat before guys um but shake and sweat right dance fitness was founded by charles simonson you better say my name right i want to make sure my name right yes so uh, this this young man right he's a great young man uh he built the brand to provide wellness and fitness for underserved communities shake is what allows for a party experience that is that will have you because we like to party Hey. Um, so it is suitable for all dance and fitness levels. Everybody, everybody can show up to shake and sweat. It's for so everybody, good. right? It's so much fun. Uh, you won't even forget you, you'll forget, excuse me, that you're exercising. So shout out to Shake and Sweat. Shout out to Charles, uh, a young a bl- a black man out here just you know changing lives, getting folk uh healthy and, and doing yes. all the things. Yes. Um, so and you can follow him on, on Instagram at the moment, right? Shake and sweat. That, that's what it is. Underscore. Yes. Underscore. Shake and sweat underscore or IG. Yes. Please go out there, do that thing. 
And also TikTok. And TikTok. And, and, TikTok. Mm-hmm. and an amazing dancer. An amazing, amazing dancer. dancer. Mm-hmm. I mean, an Afro, I mean, Afrobeats king. You know listen, what? I mean, well, boom, 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 in a minute on us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I did. I did one of his. I did one of his classes once, and I, it was it was really, really, really good. And I'm not saying that because you're my friend. Because even if it oh, wasn't good, wow. you know, you, yeah, because you know, I would tell you if it wasn't. Yeah, good. you would. You definitely. <laughs> I would. I would tell you if it wasn't. You'd be good. Like, like, boom. Oh, this is. <laughs> this is. <laughs> This ain't it, okay? <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I, I wasn't expecting that, of course, but I, I appreciate that. I really worked hard for Shaking Sweat. Yes, what people did. don't know, Shaking yes, Sweat did. has been around for a few years. Yes, However, it, it just became a business this year, a registered mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still working towards getting things uh you know, perfect for people. I want to produce high quality for everybody. Um, so just just shout out to y'all for shouting me out. I, of course. I appreciate the love. Absolutely. Like it makes me feel really good and warm and fuzzy and, and yes. uh, I'm over here happy. So I next time you come it. to Atlanta, tell us yes. this time and you can do yes. a shake and sweat here in Atlanta and we can Ab- absolutely a pop we can up. set that up. Period. Yeah. I, I I I got you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. See, look look at yes. that collaboration. The spirit of collaboration. Oh, and you know and the people in Atlanta will come. Oh, you people in Atlanta. They go. Oh yeah. The people in Atlanta love a pop up event that nobody you know that that you know nobody saw coming. They love that. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Like, what's this? Oh, what's okay, this? Go yeah, they gonna mm-hmm. go. The people they gonna go no matter up. what it is. And yeah. the people here, they love a good fitness something. So yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So make it a thing. Make it a thing. All right, so that is our bless up. That's so, Josh, up. you've been gone. We've been gone for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right? It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left, left you without a dope beat to step two. Step two. <laughs> step two. Step two. Step two. Um, and we lost a few people along the way. <laughs> My we, God, we've been gone. God let the death hand loose <laughs> while we was gone. Folk died who ain't never died before. Tell us, Brian. Oh, Tell Lord. us. Oh, this is our, our segment, the, the rest up report. The rest of the report. Right? I'm about so, to say who's passed. <laughs> who did the and who did the body? I'm about to start asking. I'm about to start asking them questions. Like, <laughs> did they look good? How did they die? They look good. How did they die? Who did right. the body? Like, right. who did, do you have a program? Right. Okay. Do you have a program? Do you have a program? Uh, how was the repass? Um, so we have a few people that passed away, unfortunately. Um, the first one is Charles or Charlie Robinson. My God. Right. Uh, an American film theater, uh, television actor is best known for his role in NBC sitcom Night Court. I don't know if y'all remember him. Uh, Macintosh Mac Robinson was his character that he played. Um, Robinson played uh, the character Bud Harper in Home Improvement. And he was in other shows like House and Bernie Mac and My Wife and Kids, Soul Food, Charmed. I didn't really watch that. We, we wasn't allowed to watch, you know, we don't watch, like watch no Charmed. We don't watch that. <laughs> Um, Heart of Dixie, How I Met Your Mother, and My Name is Earl. Uh, he passed away. We also lost another person, a dear sister. Well, hold uh, on Suzanne. real quick, because if what? you didn't know none of them shows, he was Jason Pitt's daddy on the game. He was. Oh, wait, y'all are, y'all are forgetting the most important one. He was Nate and said it all. He was Nate and said, He was Nate and said, okay, I need that money. Okay. And, and, and Nate need and said, that money. Okay. He was inside it off. He was the man that Jada Pinkett slept with to get that money for her. Time no, for you're, you are right. You're now right. that I'm thinking through. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Listen, you can, you can, you can say it all, but you can't forget say it off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's a black classic. That's, that's a, a black, black classic. Yes, black classic. Yes, it is. He, was, he had a little cameo and say it off. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bless, rest up. 
Rest yes. up. That's it. Yes. I, I didn't know who we, I didn't, when we made the list, I, I didn't know who the brother was. Who this man? <laughs> Papa, who this, who this man? man? Sorry to this man. I only, to this man. It's only fresh on my mind because everybody was like, Nate from Set Off Down. <laughs> it's terrible. The people on Twitter are terrible. But I terrible. said, you know, it's a legend. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, rest up, Charlie Robinson. Rest up, um, Charlie. Another person, Suzanne Douglas. My okay. God. Um, a she was known for a mother. <laughs> she was known as the matriarch Geraldine Jerry Peterson on the WBC com The Parenthood. The Parenthood. So I don't. The Parenthood. Did y'all watch that show? I remember The Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Yep. I remember it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think fun fact: she was a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. She was. Mm-hmm. Shout out to mm-hmm. the Crimson Cream, the Reds. We mm-hmm. love to see it. Yeah, Bless you all. <laughs> Um, so rest up to Suzanne. Uh, great career, well known in the industry. Um, last but not least, we had a. Uh, I'm gonna give his government name first. Marcel Theo Hall, okay, mm-hmm. better known as Biz Marquis. Okay, um, he is a rapper, DJ, record producer, all the things. Right, Marquis was best known for his 1989 single. Oh, uh, baby, you <laughs> got what I need. Uh huh. Doom, and you doom. say he's just a friend. Mm-hmm. And you doom. say he's just a friend. Oh, baby. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Go uh-huh. ahead. That uh-huh. thing hit my spirit. Oh, right. Lord. Okay. It, it came on out, too. <laughs> Come on out. 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 <laughs> uh, so, Big Marquis is definitely known for his, you know, that song uh, and being a pioneer in hip hop. Uh, People mm-hmm. called him the clown prince of hip hop. So he will be dearly missed in the industry in, in black society. So three black folks, Charlie Robinson, Suzanne Douglas, Bismarck Key, rest up to these black icons, black people uh, who we do celebrate. Uh, and we appreciate you all for all the things you've done, um, for everything you've done to contribute to black culture. Um, so that's our bless up. And then as our rest up report, Josh. Yes. Ready for the billboard. I am. Okay. All right. Um, this week on the billboard, we have a lot to cover, y'all. A lot to cover. We've been gone a while. Mm. We're gonna we gonna dive into the to the to, to the trashiest of trashy stuff first. Yes, the baby, Mr. Kirk himself. Um, you know, little <laughs> people found himself in hot water, and um, you know, he randomly blurted, blurted out some damaging and homophobic comments, and he said the following during his Rolling Loud performance. He said, "If you just show up with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexual transmitted disease that'll make you die two three weeks, then put yourself on light up." Um, um, imagine DJs in the back hyping this up. He said, "Ladies, if you could smell like water, put your cell phone lighters up." If you want to suck a pain in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighters up. As a result of all of this, he has lost several endorsements. He lost. Thank you. He has been dropped from other music festivals, and then he issued this half-hearted apology. At first, he doubled down. And was like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I wasn't talking to everybody because my gay fans don't be sucking peen in the parking lot. They go to five-star hotels. I have a couple of questions. Number one, how you know mm-hmm. what they're doing? You know, are you going to the Ritz? I just, I'm just trying to figure out the things. That's number one. Number two, you specifically called out the men. So you ain't worried about women giving head in the parking lot. Ain't nothing, ain't, ain't nothing like that. So these were very targeted statements, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, thirdly, People ain't died from HIV and AIDS in two to three weeks. Just not have that. People living very full, productive lives in society, all of the things. And then we've associated this specifically 
with black gay men. This is not a gay disease. It is just a sexually transmitted disease, period, right? So the baby was just off on so many fronts. Then he came back after all them bags got dropped. And he apologized for real, talking about cancel culture and people to give him a chance to grow and learn and mature and blah, 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 blah. Um, so, brothers, what, what, what are y'all thoughts? Brian, Charles, Chancey, go ahead. First, first, I took that. I took one comment very personally. You mm-hmm. know, if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot, I have. And so, <laughs> what do you? So, you you don't need you don't need to be out there telling everybody my business. That's what you don't need to be doing. Okay, okay. that's that's one. Okay? Mind that's, your business. Mind your business. That's yeah. one. Okay, I took that personally. Don't worry about me and what I'm doing in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but 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 it was. So, I mean, you know, my, my, my first thing is that he is, he's just dumb. He's, he's dumb. So let's just, let's just go there. He's dumb because he doesn't know that, you know, HIV can be spread through sharing needles. Clearly he doesn't know, he doesn't know that people can be born with HIV. He also doesn't know that if a mother is breastfeeding and she has HIV, that it can be spread to the child that way as well. So it can Mm -hmm. actually be spread in other ways besides two men having sex. Obviously it can spread Mm -hmm. from man to woman and, you know, woman to man or, you know, even woman to woman, but it also can be spread in non-sexual ways as well. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, he's not, you know, he's not smart, you know, and that's clear. (laughs) he that's that 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 is clear there's one thing that we did not maybe we didn't know beforehand was the fact that the you know the charlotte uh education system failed him oh and that (laughs) shots fired that shots fired (laughs) (laughs) you know chancy chancy really he really hit it you know for me but uh i just feel that you know like you all said it was really targeted you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you specifically said a specific thing. You know what I mean? Because you kind of know what that. You know, seemingly you know what that that looks like. You you probably he, he know a lot that. of the things. You know mm-hmm. a lot of the things, sir. <laughs> like and you're talking about five star hotels. So who mm-hmm. have you taken to a five star hotel? <laughs> I want. You know, know what I mean? Like I want to know too. Like what what is now? I want to know. I you know what I mean? Because you mind in our business. Let me mind your business a little bit. Let me see what's up in yours, okay? So I I, I really have an issue with everything that he said. You know, my biggest thing of obviously I am, you know, a a black queer man. So what he said has some effect on to me and my community. Um, However, I really felt really outraged when he said the HIV and STD thing um, because I have a friend who... Um, are living with it, right? Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. family members who are living with it. I mm-hmm. have advocated and I have been on um, different, um, you know, initiatives for HIV and AIDS awareness during my undergrad up until now, you know, because of the people who I advocate for. So when you say like ignorant things like that, and you're like two to three weeks i'm like we're not in the 80s we're not in the not we're not in none of those eras where the disease was so deadly that you know what i mean like people were just dropping because they didn't yeah. understand it you know what i mean and then the fact that you're saying you know you're equating that to you know um queer you know relationships or sexual endeavors it kind of is like it's really harmful you know what i mean like and i would think that someone who um, at, 
is as popular as he is would understand not to open his mouth like that. You know what I mean? And right, a lot right, of people right. are like, everybody's so sensitive, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we're sensitive because it doesn't affect you. But if he says something that affected you, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be saying all that. So I, my, mm-hmm. my issue is that, you know, he said all that and the DJ, we need to find the DJ too. I want to know who the DJ was. Mm-hmm. He was, he had some things to say too. <laughs> he, he a lot did. of y'all niggas is sus. How you know, sis? How do you know? <laughs> Why are you minding somebody's business? Sister. 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 Okay. So that's my thing with that. And see, and then Tip had decided to step that, into the conversation. Therefore. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of allegations on you. You need to be quiet. I mean, you, you think out of everything that's going on, he would be all the things. silent. All the things that are going on. I mean, on. you are you I had you got a whole sex drug trafficking ring at your house. Oh, and, I'm, I'm just saying allegedly. Allegedly. And, allegedly. And, tip don't ever take the tip to shut the fuck up. I swear. Okay. <laughs> he just never do. He just always motherfucker talking. I swear. Always. Ex- ex- always. Try these big words. words and, and they just want to keep talking. Shut like, up, sir. Right. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Brian, anything you want to add on the on I, the baby? I, I think y'all y'all already said it all. I think when we heard, when we saw the clip, we were in our group chat just going off. Like, yeah. what is this nigga saying? Like, and I, I think idiots like like tip will come on and be like we can't just you know say we want to say in hip-hop like no it's like so all these politicians who say racist stuff y'all they can just they can't just say what they want to say right mm-hmm. like because they don't affect right. you like you think it's okay just to say what you want to say and oh, what about freedom of speech and all that kind of stuff but when the white folks is calling y'all niggas right then y'all See, but here's the thing about freedom of speech. The First Amendment protects your right not to go to jail for saying crazy stuff. Right. It does not absolve you from the consequences okay. of what you said. Exactly. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? So just because you ain't going to be arrested, right, don't mean that you won't be canceled, don't mean that you won't lose endorsements, your job, and all these other kind of things. And that's what Mr. Kirk is going through right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I Rightfully think that's so. what a lot of Rightfully people so. don't understand. They want to say First Amendment, First Amendment, First Amendment. But that's simply, going back to Chance's point, the school system failed you because that is simply to protect you from going to jail mm-hmm. that's it right you can but say the, it but there will be consequences and he's facing them now he's facing it. he did and he did, and rightfully so and um it was it was way out of pocket so um yeah. if he loses the bag he loses the bag that's the way that's the way that's the way things work it, it is it is what yeah. it is and, I'm, and I'm, thing, I'm i'm enjoying it <laughs> i'm enjoying it Another and he offered that that the halfway apology like it was just real trash too it was just a trash a trash moment. The, the thing is, that apology that was just reinstated was not him. The language wasn't even him. You know he can't that read, was, girl. Someone <laughs> made someone type that for him. You know he yeah. can't read. His like, accountant or lawyer, whomever. Yeah. Wrote it whoever. Mm-hmm. They were like, all right, yeah. shut the fuck up now. Like, mind your business. I mean, let's just put this out, but we don't, we don't, we don't accept it. Keep it. Put it in your pocket. <laughs> Maybe that could help you out later on. Right. And another thing for T.I., like, the fact that he came on and it was like, if gay people have more rights than us, then, then say that. Are you dumb? Do you know how much we have to fight to get the rights that uh, heterosexual people have? Marriage. You get what I'm saying? Like uh, education, just different things. So what are you actually talking about, sir? You don't know the history. You don't know nothing about Stonewall. You don't know nothing about Marsha, nothing about, uh, you know, Sylvia. You know nothing about these trans women who had to, who literally fought for mm-hmm. queer people to mm-hmm. have the rights that they have today. And 
obviously as time evolves, we get more rights and get more things that are, that we should have. You get what I'm saying? So who are you to say that? Like you know nothing about it. Right. At one at one point in time, health insurance companies were actually able to like drop you if they knew that Absolutely. you were gay, or that or you would be flagged as like yes. a wow. central risk to that company wow. if they yes. saw you getting frequent HIV tests. Yes. It was a, it was a very it was a very big thing in the eighties and yes. I'm going into the nineties. So when he when he says stuff like that, it's like don't you know that at one point in time, health insurance companies could actually flag you. You too they smart saw you for that, get, sir. They saw you getting tested is for he? HIV because they assume he's not. Him, is he? Him, <laughs> Him, 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 and Josh's honorary fraternity brother. I'm sick of that bitch too. Okay, I'm sick. I'm sick of him. Who too. is about? Because okay. we don't have honorary members. So who is Boosie, Boosie badass? Oh. Okay. Oh. Boosie badass. <laughs> y'all let y'all let him listen. Y'all, y'all let him shimmy in peace. Hey, he didn't wear that sweater. He didn't wear the sweater. His, his brother <laughs> wore the letters. His brother is a noob. That falls on him. Because oh, it couldn't be my family. It could be my family <laughs> doing it. So, uh, no, we do not accept. <laughs> we, we will continue to stroll to wipe me down, but we will okay. not accept Boosie <laughs> into the ranks of Capital Officer Fraternity Incorporated. He is not a member. Okay? Boosie, Boosie Bottom Badass. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, definitely, oh. A, definitely a mm-hmm. bottom. Oh, mm-hmm. doing all that. You're always worrying about somebody else. Always worried about someone else. Okay. Yeah, he is not a man. We do not endorse anything by Boosie except white people. Okay, that okay. is it. that is it. My God, we just came to dance for y'all. That's, that's all. That's, it. that's all. That's it. Shout out to Players Club. Shout out to Players Club. A black class. And shout out to Netflix for editing the movie and cutting out some of the scenes. Oh, we, we if you watch it. on Netflix, there are like the scene when Bernie Mac is in the trunk, gone. Like the shooting scene is gone. Like when scene, they, uh, when uh, Jamie Foxx and Daddy is shooting outside, mm-hmm. that's gone. Gone. So, but anyway, we ain't here to talk about that. All right. Speaking of people who have bucked the systems, the Milwaukee Bucks are the new king NBA. of transition. I'm the king of transition. My Milwaukee Bucks uh, are the new NBA champions. Um, Brian, I'm gonna do this the best way I can. Let's do it. Guyanis onto Topoco and the guys <laughs> over there in Milwaukee. They won. They defeated the Suns of Phoenix. I am a sports expert. They defeated the Suns of Phoenix up there in the desert, and they played the basketball. Boom, boom, boom. Four quarters. Been one for games, best out of seven, right? And you know they're the they're the champions. How do you feel about that, Brian? Uh, I and I, I know do. you're a LeBron, you're a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan. You're a Lakers fan. California has no lakes, but you're a Lakers fan. No, fix your face. Pick it how, up. how many how many Grizzlies are in Memphis? Hmm. How many Grizzly Bears are in Memphis? You don't worry other about the, other than the I'm about to say because it was about three. I'm at the zoo. Don't do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> they at the zoo. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I didn't watch that much of this. this but this is the other finals. This has been Josh Rod's athletic abbreviations, and to keep it brief, we gonna keep it move. <laughs> we gonna keep it moving. Oh, we gonna stay right here on on, on basketball. You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. LeBron James is a billionaire. He is the first African-American or the first active NBA player in NBA history to become a billionaire. His financial success can be chalked up to a number of different factors. Aside from his contract with the Lakers, um, James has reportedly invested wisely and racked up lucrative endorsements throughout his career. But one of the things that was not so great for him was Space Jam Plus. Has any of you seen Space Jam Plus? I haven't seen it, but okay, don't see I was... It. 
when I was talking to a few people, they were like, it was so good. And I was honestly, I'm just not really a big fan of reboots and remakes, honestly, mm-hmm. to begin with anyway. So mm-hmm. I was, you know, I wasn't going to lie. So I saw it. So I'm going to go last. Charles, did you see it, Brian? I, I didn't see I, anything. I, saw it. I didn't see nothing at mm-hmm. all. Okay, did Brian. Watch, did you watch it with your kids? I did watch it. I, okay. I watched it with my nephew. My nephew okay. was eight. I watched it with him. Okay. And your nephew did what? He appreciated it. Like it? He, he liked it. Oh. Um. Okay. Shout out to him. <laughs> my two sons was like, "Dad, we like the original." Oh. <laughs> no yeah. prompts. No prompts. I didn't tell them to. <laughs> they was just like, "Dad, it was kind of weird. We didn't understand it." And we liked the original. <laughs> now, the original was not a cinematic classic, but I think where Space Jam Plus, Space Jam Deuce, you know, messed up was that they tried to make LeBron James act. Michael Jordan didn't act. He had one-liners. He had a sentence here, a sentence there. It was really about Bugs Bunny now. LeBron James was trying to do what he do on the court and that's act. And we won here for that. Yeah, I said it. I said it. We we, we won here for it. And then the villain was bad. Don Cheeto was algae rhythm, like algorithm. It was just corny. And they say it was Don Cheeto was in it. Don Cheeto. He was a bad, he was a bad villain. Like he what was Don good. Cheeto doing up in Space Jam too? That's a legitimate act. <laughs> oh, I don't even know. That's a that's that's an Oscar nominated actor. What the hell he doing? But he, some but he was giving us child. real Tyler Perry tease in this he movie. Was. It was he bad. Was. Oh, not he was did he, did the bad. He have a bad wig. He was well, no. <laughs> no. It was just the outfits were bad. The outfits, the outfits were bad. Were bad. Yeah. But his acting was just not on par with his resume, and it was just wow. it just mm. wasn't that. I mean, he got a good check though for that though. I'm wait, let's, wait, let's be Don Cheeto, Hotel Rwanda, Don Cheeto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you oh, from the wow. motherland, so okay. you from you see you pronounce Rwanda yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you been over there, Rwanda. <laughs> I say Rwanda, Rwanda, <laughs> but but you pronounce it right because you've been there. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. 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 He didn't touch the dirt. He didn't touch the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, it it wasn't that good. So don't see it if you don't have to. But I mean, if you want to. Speaking of futuristic space stuff, the Olympics is happening in uh, Tokyo. Olympics has been racist. We already know Naomi Osaka has been going through it. Simone Biles has declared that she didn't want to do it because of her mental health. And then they they banned the black swim caps for the women. And then most egregiously, they disallowed these African uh, women track stars to not be able to race because they had natural high testosterone levels speaking, um, thinking that they would have a natural advantage. Now, let's just let me start from the bottom and come back up. Now, nobody didn't say nothing about Michael Phelps with these size 15 shoes. That's what we're really fins. Okay, now that's a natural advantage. Okay, and those ears that I use as like gills, that's a natural advantage. Okay, we're not going to talk about Michael Phelps and the things that's a natural, but you didn't suspend him. There's like the swim caps. When have you seen a black woman ever enter a pool and not cover their hair? Right. I'm just trying to figure out how is that going to help them swim faster or better or any of the things? And lastly, with Naomi and, and especially Simone, if her mental health is off, don't you know this girl is doing 360 flips in the air? Do you want her to land and break her neck? Do you want, like, I'm trying to figure out the ways in which they cannot understand her choosing not to compete is a disservice to her country. Did you not know that the Olympics are called the Olympic Games? These are games. Okay, if she chooses not to play, she just chooses not to play. It is a game. Okay. And when was the last time America been good for black people anyway? We don't care. We just here to rack up these awards and get these endorsements. Period. (laughs) 
we want the coin, we want the money, and that's it. And, and that's it. That. And she already and she already has the endorsement, so there's nothing else. For, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And if but it had got- not been for her bowing out, again, that's how black women always do. You know, they help other people out. She bowed out and gave the other little white girl and the Asian girl. The Asian girl was cool. I like her. But the other girls, the opportunity to win something. Because if she would have won, if she would have competed, like, for real, for real, silver would have been their portion. They, they, Or bronze. Or bronze. Or nothing at all. Because, you know, a white yeah. woman is always mediocre. Oh. You know what's really crazy <laughs> about the situation now? <laughs> they were really on her Instagram telling her, you know you signed up for this. All this. I'm like, Huh? So you're telling this black woman that she she can't do what, what she wants. She can't just relax. She can't take her time. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a lot of people saying it. We got to do better. That's all. Yeah. That's all like, y'all don't be taking your PTO. You know, but it's the, it's, the, <laughs> it's the black people that don't really have, like, a general understanding of stuff sometimes. The black people who make other ignorant comments about other black people's mental health are the ones who spend most of their time sharing CMOS memes on Facebook. <laughs> Chancey hates sea moss. Not the chance you don't like sea, you don't drink sea moss. I don't trust it. <laughs> he doesn't when like people, it. When, when it. people start, when people started saying it was going to cure COVID, it's like you niggas are dumb. Okay, it's like, come on, y'all go too far. My mama was doing it for a while. I had to get her together too. I said, girl, we gonna throw this out. Okay, you know, I, should, I drank my sea moss, my dinner shot. I said, yeah, okay, girl, that's fine, but that's not gonna stop you from having all these cookouts and fish fries in the backyard when you're okay. like, okay. <laughs> And Charles knows she's been having them since COVID started, okay? She ain't sure, can, sure did. Okay? Sure has. <laughs> hey, sure has. Mm-hmm. People with the CMOS, I'm sick of it. No, but I think I think mental health, at some point we have to prioritize our mental health just in the same way that we prioritize our physical health, specifically for athletes. I mean, because if we're, I mean, just think about us and our regular, you know, office jobs, nine to fives. If my, if my mental is off, I ain't, I ain't performing. That's right. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not giving you the best. You know what I'm saying. I might. You might catch me applying for other jobs that day at your job. You know what I'm saying. On your Cause, computer. Because that's, that's how I got. That's, me. Because that's how I got my new one that I started Monday. I was applying for jobs on your job. So. Period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, for real though. Like, shout out to all the black people who are in the Olympics currently and still killing it. But special shout out to those who decided to bow gracefully because of their mental health. And special shout out to those who were, um, who had to face these microaggressions among the Olympic games, but mm-hmm. we have a black woman who was doing some great things who won her star. And I mm. want to know, do you recognize this song? It goes a little something like this. It says, there is no place like home, boom, boom, with your family around you, you're never alone. When you know that you love, you don't need to roam cause there ain't no place like, better, better believe it. ain't no place like, better, better believe it. Cause there ain't no place, boom, boom, boom. Child, there's no, no place, place like home. I mean, no place, child. Boom, that is Marla Gibbs, AKA Mary Jenkins. Oh. Wow. After all of these years, I didn't know she sang that song. Yeah, she did. She sang okay. the theme song. After okay. all these years, she finally got her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, we know her that. best as Mary Jenkins. We know her as um moving on up, Brian. What's the show? Move, you're older than me. Come on. The Jeffersons. Oh, Jeffersons. The Jeffersons. There it is. Yes. Florence. Florence. Not, not yes. to say he's older than me. Older than <laughs> <you. Okay. laughs> that, but that's that though. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like as That's if okay. like you ain't never seen the Jefferson. I'm just saying it's it's it's, it's closer to your memory bring than it is mine. That's all I'm. That's all I'm saying. Bastard. I love you too. <laughs> So much so, so much so. But shout out to a black queen getting her flowers, doing the things, getting what she deserved. Long, long, long time coming. Another black woman doing amazing things, sports related, is Candace Parker. She was the first Yay. woman to be on the cover of um, NBA 2K. And Brian, the boys are mad. They, they are, are saying, I, I saw mm. somebody, I saw somebody post this. They said putting Candace Park on NBA 2K was like Coke shouting out Pepsi. And I'm trying to figure out the correlation, Brian. Doesn't the NBA own NBA, um, the WNBA? They, yes. And isn't W, aren't WNBA players on the game NBA 2K? They are. So I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> other than the fact of misogyny, right? Why are the, why, why are the boys mad? And you would think, if, 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 if we want to talk about society, Candace Parker is probably one of the more likely women to be on there. You know, mm-hmm. not to bring in colorism, but she light skin, she pretty, all these type of things. You think, you know what I'm saying? They they not finna throw some rant like they gave you Candace Parker. And I'm not saying that that is right, but I'm just saying she was like she fit the mold, right, mm-hmm. of what society thinks is beautiful and all these different kind of things. Mm-hmm. And she's a phenomenal basketball player. She is. So where, I, I guess I'm trying to figure out beyond the pay gap, when are we going to really equal this playing field? Among men and women, not just in sports, but in society, Charles Chancey, please feel free chime in and like, cause I'm just, I'm just confused what the issue, because you, cause you niggas still going to play the game. You still going to get on the Xbox. You still going to get on the PlayStation 2, PlayStation 5, 3, whatever numbers out today, the five, and you're going to log in on your internet. So you're going to put on your headphones five. Yeah. Okay. And you're going to do the things. I mean, it, I mean, you said misogyny and I think that that's like the best way to describe it. Like a lot of, a lot, there are still a lot of men out there that don't believe that women should be in places that they consider sacred mm. or that places they that they're used to like or, or places that they're used to like only seeing like men potentially dominate. Like it's the same way, you know, you haven't been to a barbershop and mm-hmm. you see a woman, you see like a black barbershop and you see a woman cut. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, ve- it's very rare. But that doesn't mean that they don't do that. It just means right. it, it just means it's very rare. But you ever notice that, like, and I know for me, whenever I went into shops and I saw a black woman cutting, she didn't really get a lot of heads. Like people didn't really go to her and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. And and it, and it's and it would uh, will also be the women who were more masculine presenting as well, like mm-hmm. that still like still were having their troubles and their issues. It was a there was a woman that cut my hair for a little while. And she was dope mm-hmm. um, until she left the shop, and you know I just I just didn't go to her. You know, I didn't go to that shop no more. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's just it, you you hit the nail on the nose with it. It's just like they don't they don't feel like women should be doing what they're doing or like should be in those spaces. What I what I really feel about it is that niggas can't take the fact that women can do things a lot better than better than them too. That's true. Yes. Like that that's that's, that's real. really what it be. That really what it it, it boils down to. You'll see a, a a woman doing something that is typically in quotations a, a, a man man's job or something that you know that's more masculine and they mm-hmm. got it they ripping it they're doing mm-hmm. something that and they're doing more they're doing more than what you know the average person is doing in that field and sure, it's like yeah. wow like oh wow it start it's, it's hating like mm-hmm. i feel like men are naturally competitive and it doesn't it it, it really it, it it especially when it comes to women doing something that they deem as like masculine or for a man so it's kind of like 
wow, you have no room here. Like you, this is mm. not, this is not your, this is not your space. This is not, this is not for you. Right. But the mm. gag is, it is like, we're not back in the days. Like where we are in like 2021, like women mm. can do whatever they want to do. And, and, do. Nine, and nine times out of 10, they really ripping it a, a lot better than us sometimes. So it's, it's okay for you. us to step That's back. Okay. And let them get their shine. You feel what I'm saying? Like women should be always getting their shine. Like I feel like men shouldn't be hating on that. You know what I mean? Like she's doing that. She, 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 you know what I mean? She mm-hmm. ripping it. And to go back to what you were saying too, Chancey, like I go to a barber and there's a, a woman barber in there and she a, apparently she cuts hair better than my barber. That's what everybody tells me. And, and everybody is like, go, go star. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, like I said earlier, sometimes a lot of times women do things better than us. That's why mm-hmm. they should be leading. Sometimes we should just watch and see what they do because we can listen from them, mm-hmm. listen agree. to them, and, and and learn. So that's mm-hmm. that's how I feel. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree, hundred percent. Uh, y'all said it, and I think a lot of the people that were upset are the ones who, like you said, uh, Charles, are the ones that are like I could have made the league, or I I could be the WNBA player and get cooked. It's like the episode of Martin when he was thought he could beat the basketball players and, and the women came and just destroyed them and mm-hmm. it, it's that all over it's really just people who feel like they can do this or they more superior and the truth is you actually watch women's basketball the game is better in terms of skill like in terms of like passing and shooting and fundamentals um because they're not relying on like this the freakish athleticism that men they just dunk and all this other right, kind of stuff so right. if you look at the actual game of basketball if you actually like basketball and the purity of basketball Watch WNBA. You'll see more of a pure game. Uh, you'll see pick and rolls. You'll see back doors. You'll see all kind of stuff that you probably don't see in the NBA game because it's just all I'm a dunk and then, you know, get all this money. So kudos to Parker. She is a high school champion. She is a college champion. She is an NBA champion. Absolutely. She's an Olympic gold medalist. What is your resume? They have no resume. They're, they're insecure. And we're going to move forward. But speaking of little dick energy, like some of those guys who are mad about Candace Parker, the NFL, <laughs> they want they, they want to try to appease to us and, I hate it. and play I hate it. the Black National Anthem before every game starting this season. We don't want it. Give Colin Kaepernick a, a deal. Really? Those, yes, Chancey. They want to. Wow. They, they, and it is. And, listen, and catch this part. It is a part of a two hundred and. $50 million social justice investment. This is part of it. I don't know what I don't because it don't cost no money to press play. Don't. So I'm wouldn't trying to figure cheaper, out. Wouldn't it just be cheaper to draft Kaepernick? Because <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean honestly, I, mean, it would, I wouldn't cost $250 million. Because I'm sure they're only giving him a three year max, a couple yeah. million a year. Wow. <laughs> and I'm just and I'm just trying to figure out. So the racism mm-hmm. is still there and it's slapped in our faces mm-hmm. when you want, you know what I'm saying? When you won't invest in black players, when you won't right. um, invest in real social justice initiatives, when you're still penalizing teams and whoever for taking a knee, which is their choice uh, and their right. Um, mm-hmm. But you want to play this song. James Weldon Johnson didn't die for you to play this song to try okay. to appease us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't need it. We don't want it. Right. Wow. We want real change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just like T.I.'s comments and the baby's apology. We don't want it. We you can keep. Charles said, "Put it back in your pocket, because yeah, okay. you can need those two fifty for something else." Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> and, and, 
And and that's on Mary had a little lamb. And that's on Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> that's on that Joseph's stepson. Okay. Oh, they, could, they, they could they could give me that money to be honest. I'll come up with something for them. Listen, okay. Okay. They, 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 they could give me half of that. I'll come up with something for them. Listen, and I, and I only need about five percent of it to do what y'all right. need to do. The rest right. of it coming to me in my black house. You want yeah. to support black people? Okay. Support me. Yeah. I got right. kids. Okay. <laughs> I got kids. So the NFL is the NFL is tripping. But speaking of folk who are tripping, this is one of I know for a fact. This is one of Chancey's favorite people. Kanye West is dropping a new album. Don't come at me all that. Don't come, don't come at me with all that. Don't uh-uh. No. Donda. Donda. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get up out of here. Okay. Bye, bye. Because <laughs> I know, I know bye, how much bye. Mr. Page loves Mr. West, and he is, he is dropping a new album called Donda, named <laughs> named after his mama. <laughs> and uh, he had a listening party at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium with thirty-five dollar bags of popcorn. And um, and in fact, he stood there in the middle with some uh, pantyhose over his face. Not even talking to the people, just letting songs play uh, with his red garbage bag on, just doing the thing. And, you know, the album wasn't even finished. It wasn't complete. And he, so he stayed. He got him a dorm room inside the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. It and he stayed there. Room. It's a legit a dorm room. Oh, but my biggest cool. beef with all of this, though, is that regardless of everything Mr. West says, regardless of everything Kanye has done, like, mm-hmm. He's done everything shy of literally sleeping with Donald Trump. He has not okay. been canceled. That we know of. That we know, allegedly. That we know. Allegedly. He has not been canceled. And here we got Chrisette Michelle, who right. I'm not putting on the cake for Chrisette because I do not agree with what she did. However, she has been accountable. She's mm-hmm. owned what she did. She's apologized. Mm-hmm. And the woman can't even get on, like, she can't even get a TV One special nowadays. And now Kanye West is packing out Mercedes-Benz stadiums and telling people that slavery was a choice and all the other things. And all the Negroes are still support. Now, can, can we stop people from completely canceling Kanye West? Absolutely not. But I just want that same energy to be maintained if we're going to cancel people for doing racist things, for going against the community, who, you know, skin folk who ain't not kin folk, right? We got to keep that energy consistent. Yep. And no matter how great this album may or may not be musically, right, even with the even with the Jay-Z reunion, it's still not worth absolving him of all the responsibility for the hateful and hurtful and damaging things that he said. Yeah, but we I think I'm not saying we, but society created this monster mm-hmm. um, when he does stuff. And he just says stuff, and then y'all are packing out a darn stadium, yeah, mm-hmm. and buying his trash shoes and um, listening to his whack gospel album. Mm-hmm. Y'all are basically saying that it's okay, and that's what bothers me. Like the, you know, the people who were like on the whole tip, you know, I love my black people, I love my sisters, and this like y'all are the main ones who be supporting Kanye and all his foolishness. He's, he's, he's with a white woman. Like, like there's, there's so many things that have shown that at one point, I, you know, my first couple albums, Kanye was great, but they have shown over time, he don't really care about black people. Like he, he really doesn't. Like <clears throat> if you care about black people, then you would have a black wife. I'm not saying anything about interracial relating, but I'm just saying there's so many things along the way. And we shown. don't like the Kardashians. So that's just, I, don't, I really don't like the Kardashians. It talk about people that can, well, you know they get you know they I get a divorce. Either. You know they get a divorce, but he did, but he did pick up another white woman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but you don't you don't care about black people. Um, you really don't care about black people when, when you got to your place in life, you became filthy rich, 
Mm-hmm. Then your music switched from being a black man in America to being now I'm a rich man in America and classism is now a thing. Like, oh, well, I'm black and I'm rich, but now I can't get in certain places. And then you realize oh, I'm a billionaire now, but you still can't get in certain places. So right. you're, you're always going to be a nigga. And the, the mm-hmm. thing that bothers me is like niggas is the one that's supporting you and you don't care about that. It. It's just a whole thing. I don't like Kanye West. Uh, I'm not going to say I've, I've canceled Kanye um, because I still love the first album. I do. But I'm I'm I, I just I'm not going to be that person that's going to say I love Kanye. And I, I know people who were literally in the stadium. Like, I know people that were actually in the stadium. I know um, some I know some people that too. went there as well. And yeah. this nigga came out and just walked around, walked like that. And again, moments like that f- feed the beast. Like when y'all act like this for Kanye, then it kind of lets him know that I am that nigga. And then it, and it just makes it worse. So I, I, I'm not saying I don't want to say cancel somebody, yeah. but I think something has to be done to show this dude like. Well, he's never been held accountable. And I think that, never. that and, and yes. I think that and I think that that is the part that people are missing. Like when he made the slavery was a choice comments, he wasn't he wasn't on anyone's payroll. And hmm. I was having a conversation with someone about that not too long ago. Like Chrisette Michelle, yes, like she had a moment where she was kind of supporting Trump. And then she also mm-hmm. but, but she also got paid seven hundred thousand dollars to be at the inauguration as well. Mm-hmm. Like Kanye didn't get paid. Like he just kind of like he sold his. He just he did all of that because he wanted to, and it wasn't mm-hmm. even. And she, she made a mistake. She retracted everything, which is fine. But I think the fact of the matter is with him is just that now it would be one thing if he sold his soul for a check. It's another thing when he starts to bring all. He literally brought all of us into that by saying slavery wasn't a choice because then right. you are talking mm-hmm. about you're talking about something that clearly was not our choice. One is damaging and is disrespectful, and it's like mm-hmm. how do we take you seriously? Like. How like and now you got white people thinking that they could probably you know say shit like that too. Whereas exactly, Michelle, whereas Chrisette Michelle, everything that she was doing was more of like on a per- it was it was for Chrisette. She took her check. She yes. did that. Like and I'm not yes. saying the bitch was right. Mm-mm. Okay. But what that <laughs> what's on that bitch saying? If I had my way, way, I had okay. my way, okay, we will see heaven. Okay, she will with seven hundred thousand dollars. Okay, right, right, and you know, and you know, Aston, you know, Aston Martin music. That's a hit. That sticks. Yes, like grits. Grits. Okay, you can't. We can't cancel that because that's a good mm. collaboration. Mm-hmm. That is a good collaboration, but no, I mean Kanye's never been held accountable, and that's why I can't. You know, a lot of people like to use the excuse of mental health and everything like that, but no, he he but, uses it as an excuse. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, my, and my thing is this: you have so much motherfucking money that you have access to things that normal black people do not have access to. You have yep. access to the best doctors. You have access to some of the best help that that God's green selfishly green because everybody these motherfuckers here to make selfish earth can't provide like you have access to all these things that normal black people like i've re- i recently just started doing therapy and do you know how fucking hard it is Amen to, to actually that. find a therapist it's like, so hard it's so hard and like you literally have like all this fucking money that can just literally just get you into wherever you need to be yep so when you use mental yes. health as an excuse, it's like, no, that's just a choice. Like you're choosing to remain in that mental state. Right. Absolutely. And you know, the niggas are sold now because Jay-Z and him back cool again. So you know this album gonna do you know this album okay. gonna do it's gonna do him numbers. And, him and Jay-Z cool again. Oh, the niggas tuning in for that. Yeah, oh, they, okay. yeah, they, they, they tuning and in I, for that. He knew, he knew what he was doing. I hate it. Yeah. 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 
I don't like it either. But I mean, it is what it is. And you you all are so right about it. Um, he has been held accountable. I don't think he's ever going to be held accountable. And I think this further proves the point. We can scream, protect black women all day long, but mm-hmm. our actions show so much, like show so much more. We're not protecting them. We're not, you know what I'm saying, holding them accountable in the same ways that we do other people um, who do some of the same things. And I, and then she, like to Chancey's point, it wasn't even as bad. And she's apologized. And she's admitted. Yes. And yes. she's like, all the things, right? So that's 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 enough on Mr. West. We gonna do that. Meg the Stallion mm. is the first rapper to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine. So if a yes. magazine decides that they want to, you know, what I'm saying, you know, just put women out there in in, in swimsuits that have really nothing to do with sports, that's fine. If you're gonna choose somebody, choose Meg the Stallion. She's <laughs> she's stacked. Um, and she's uh-huh. she's beautiful. She's amazing. Um, and I just I love the fact that despite all her success, she's still so. She still feels so humbled and personal mm-hmm. uh, about all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like she's mm-hmm. living in these moments and she's thriving and we love to see it. She looked absolutely amazing. I think Naomi Osaka was also on one of the covers. Yep. Um, the first like black and Asian woman to be on there. And I think that was another first. It was a, a trans uh, yes. trans woman. One of the first trans women to be on um, yep. the cover as well. So shout out to Sports Illustrated. Despite, you know, your objectification of women for this particular issue, we ain't mad at it. But if you're going to choose the right women, choose the right women. And you did the thing. You did the thing this year. Lastly, on the billboard, Brian, are you okay? Yeah, I want to pull up the the name for the trans woman. Okay, go ahead. The other two names. I want to make sure we. No, 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 sure. A reference. Okay, but in the meantime, I'm checking: is your mental and your emotional state okay? Because I'm, I'm, I gotta say something that may hurt you. Lena Bloom. That's her name. I Lena Bloom. Shout out to Lena. Shout out to Naomi. Shout out to Meg. And shout out to Lena. We salute you, Queens. Yes. Um, keep doing your things. Now, Brian, are you okay? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Talk about next. I know. I'm so, trying to prepare it. I'm okay. Okay. I've grieved. I've grieved. Issa Rae has gotten married. Yeah. And we know how much you love. Ms. I do. Right. I do. I, I loved Issa before she got like the money and like the before the glow up. I loved her for who she was as like, you know, the personality of it all. Mm-hmm. You know, well, she so. didn't stick beside you. She, she married some man that we don't know. <laughs> We don't know. She popped out of here. She finished Insecure. She canceled the show. She canceled the show. She announced a new show. She did a little bit more work. She got on the yacht, and then she flew to France, and she got married. You want to know the beautiful thing about this? Yvonne Orgy, all them people, they didn't even sign no NDAs. Mm-mm. They just didn't open their mouth. <laughs> they respected who she was, what she wanted, and she is now married. Um... And the, the caption was amazing. Like, took a picture of some random dude. All my girls came to town. We had on the same dress and, like, all these different kind of things. I want to ask y'all guys, Charles and Chancey, how do you feel about hiding your partner until you pop out married? Is that something that you would do? Or is that something like, nah, I want to be seen. They need to be seen. People need to know I'm in a relationship. Like, how do you feel about how Issa navigated her relationship? First and foremost, right, Issa is Issa, okay? Mm-hmm. So I let me just be clear. I really thought that Issa on Insecure was real life Issa in real life. So I was like, she has a I'm man? Screaming. I said, oh, I thought she, you know, I was like, wow. I'm screaming. I really, listen, she played that role so damn well. And I was <laughs> like, wow, like this is her real life. Not that it's, not that it's an issue for a black woman to be single. Okay, mm-hmm. and doing her yeah. thing, yeah. you know, but that wasn't the case for her. I personally love that for her, especially being someone like her in the limelight. She has a lot going on, you know what I mean? She 
clearly sees how the internet will eat up relationships oh, and yeah. try to involve themselves in other people's relationships, whether it be a comment, whether it be, you know, anything, the blogs or whatever. So she did a great job with staying real low. She stayed mm-hmm. real, real low. Okay. Mm-hmm. They lowered in a, a, a number one fade, baby. I was like, wow. <laughs> sure I said, did. wow. She stayed real low. Sure so I, I love that for her. Now, me personally, in my life where I'm at, I ain't a celebrity. So you're going to know who I'm with. You know what I mean? It is what it is. That's just that. I I have friends who feel like that. Like, I'm not letting nobody know who I'm with until I get married. But I, I feel that. If you're with someone, you genuinely love them. Not saying that other people don't genuinely love their, you know, partners, but I just want to show the world, like, who I'm with. Like, this is, you see, like, you see this? This is not, like, a trophy. This is not a prize, but this is everything to me. Like, this person, it means a lot to me. So, me personally, I let people know, like, this is my partner. This is who I'm with. But, you know, I don't always post the person all the day. I'm not going to wait until I get married for you to multiple people. And I've been with somebody for a month and I go date somebody else. And I've been with them for a month. And then another person I've been with them for a month. I'm going to kind of keep it on the low because I don't want to embarrass myself. Are you not embarrassed? Uh, this, is really, uh, this is really embarrassing. This is really embarrassing. <laughs> really embarrassing. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm not... And I could, and Chancey probably could speak for this. And this is not like a queer thing or a straight thing. But like in our community... Like, it's really hard to hold on to somebody because the next thing they see, they want to go jump on. So, like, sometimes, Mm -hmm. like, for us, we got to really, like, make sure that this person is the person that we're going to be with for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. I I think for me, um, I don't see, I I think, I think do whatever works for your relationship. Like, if working, if, if your relationship is one where you like, you guys are like not too big on taking pictures together or posting all the time, I think that's cool. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that if you want to post all the time and and do all that, that's fine too. Um, I think like Charles said, she did what she had to do because, you know, she is a, she's in the public eye, but you have the hometown girls thinking they Issa Rae saying, this is why I do what she does. Where's your your ring? You're on child number three. You ain't got no man, no car, no house, no job, no nothing. Okay. No pot to piss out of or window to throw it out of. (laughs) And a window to throw it out of. Um, I also personally, like, I also feel like, just because you don't post about your partner on social media doesn't necessarily improve the quality of your relationship. Mm -hmm. Like people think that because they're keeping their relationship private, that it's going to be a good relationship and it's going to be healthy. And we don't also talk about how a lot of people manipulate their partners into not posting them on social media into not putting, you know, what they do on social media, taking pictures together and 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 an effort to hide things and to keep things Mm -hmm. low. See, there's, there's the girls and the boys out there that do that as well. They'd be like, Oh, don't post me. Don't do that. Don't put, don't take that picture together. You don't want nobody to know that you that you fucking with that person because you still want to go out here and do what you do on the side. So, okay. you know, I feel like it depends. But a lot of people sometimes feel like not posting will like save a relationship. And like, no, like if you were a trash ass individual, they're gonna be trash whether you post them or not. Mm-hmm. Right. And secrecy is different from privacy. privacy. Yeah, absolutely. People don't understand that. I'm a very private person. No, yeah, you, they you don't. Holding secrets. You're holding secrets. So. 
Yep. And that's and that's real good. Like secrecy is most different because everybody knew she was getting married. Everybody knew who she was with. Right. So yep. it wasn't mm-hmm. a secret. It just wasn't none of our business. Mm-hmm. And she she flexed the muscle of minding her own business and kept us about yep. him. And if you know the picture she posted, that man wasn't looking at the camera. None of them pictures. He was to the side. She ain't it's, tag him. She nothing. ain't tag him. When she tagged, it was it said Gucci, like the brand his suit. Like okay. Issa was like, OK. You get a glimpse uh-huh. and you're still not going to know what I'm doing. Um, okay. But no, we, we are super happy. Brian this morning. I am. I, I'm happy for that, him. That now. is his celeb crush. And, and it's oh. okay, Brian. It yeah. happens. It's okay. It happens. Sometimes, you know, that happens. And, it's, and you can still love her because that man might die. God forbid. Mm. He might. You know. <laughs> he might fall off, that, fall off the yacht. God the- forbid. And, and if anything happened, you know what I'm saying? Lauren give you a hall pass. Bam. There. <laughs> Not a hall pass. <laughs> Issa Rae. Issa Rae is there. So that wraps up the billboard and the living room. Woo! Prior, you ready to move on and get into some black man self-care? I am my brother's keeper. I am ready. Let's go to the next segment. All right, we are here. I am my brother's keeper, black man self-care. We talk about all the things that we do as black men to take care of our black selves. So since we have some friends in the room today in the living room today uh let's first start with charles since you're the top of my screen um what are you gonna do this weekend to take care of your black self i am going to continue to take my bubble baths i remember last time we talked i i take bubble baths every other day you gotta soak that body Okay, you fellas, you gotta soak that body don't just let the water drip down you gotta soak the body okay <laughs> Okay, so that's what I'm going to continue to do this weekend. Uh, take some bubble baths. Uh, I light my sea salt lamp. I burn my candles and I listen to my Joe Scott. Mm. Joe Scott is my favorite, favorite, favorite singer, favorite Come artist. Come on, let's time. take a long walk. Walk around the park. <laughs> After okay? dark. After dark, okay? And um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I probably uh, cook a little bit this weekend as well, since I haven't cooked in a long time. Because I've been so busy, um, and I'm also gonna get a haircut and re dye my hair. Okay. Okay. What color are you going for this time? I'm gonna continue to do blue until September. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what's September? What you doing in September? September, I might do like a burnt orange. You know, for the, okay. for the fall, we'll we'll see what it's giving. Come on, we'll fall see. colors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Ch- you know what? That was real black too. It was only black folk call it burnt mm. orange. Burnt orange. Uh, <laughs> burnt orange. Why it gotta be burnt? Why uh-huh. it gotta be burnt orange? Uh-uh. Right. Now, the, you, you know, you know the, the you know the white tea people call that all burnt. Oh, so they call it all burnt. Or maybe they say look, or maybe they say copper. They say copper. But we gonna call it a burnt orange. You know it's gonna be on the black person they say black burnt orange. Oh, I already know what color it's gonna be. Right. Chance, what about you, man? Uh I don't know. That's one of them singing. Yes, yes, ma'am. but what am I gonna do, child? Um, well, I, I mean, I mentioned that I started therapy recently, but that's not this week. That's next week. That's just something that I started overall, mm-hmm. just because I just wanted to do it. Just, you know, just just because, you know, just just because it felt yeah. like it just felt like a good point in my life to start doing it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one thing I'm going to do. I'm going to keep this skin together. You know, I got to do that. Um, uh, I'm in between haircuts right now, so I'll go next week. This weekend, I'm gonna probably just stay home and just like, cause this will probably be the first weekend that like in a while where I really don't have nothing going on. So I'm gonna just stay home and I'm gonna just like 
go nowhere. And I'm a clean and I'm gonna play the internet. Come on, play the internet. Okay. Yes. I'm, I, don't, I don't know if y'all obviously, I don't know if everybody listens to the internet, but I'm gonna play the internet. What okay, about, what about K- Kilala? Kilala. K- <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh- <laughs> I, I will I will play her too. I will play her and, 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 and Dawn Rashard. Okay, let's be oh, clear. It's Dawn oh. Richards. Bitch, and Kilala is Rashard, and that's how she pronounces it. Okay, well, Kilila, I'm gonna play her this weekend as well. Period. <laughs> Josh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to be giving God glory that these kids are back in school. That's what I'm going to be doing because I'm sick of them. They've been getting on my nerves. <laughs> These little no limit soldiers. My wife gave birth to Master P and Silk Shaka. They you know are what? they are no limit <laughs> soldiers. They terrorize my home. They terrorize me. I love them so much, but I cannot wait for the school to have them for five to six hours a day, so their daddy can be. You know, I, I want to be. I just want to. What 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 did what did the R&B men say? I just want to be the best man I can be. Ain't that what they said, Brian? That's what who they was said. that? Dave Hollister? Who was it? Joe? Who was it? I don't know who it was. It Whoever was, it was a Dave Hollister. It was a Dave. Hollister, you know what I'm saying? I know my R and the B. All right, so that's what I want to be—the best man that I can. But I can't be the best man with sitting with my kids all day. I can't do it. I don't think that that's natural. I don't think God designed for us to be with them all day. That's why He created school. That's why He, has, he gave us—he gave us the spring and the winter breaks so that we can reconnect. But he gave us school, all right, so that so we can have time to recharge, and then we get home in the evening. Okay, we can parent, we can mold, we can cultivate, we can inspire, we can love, we can teach them the things. Okay, but it's up to that. These are your kids. These are your kids in the school year. You made Lord. them my kids during quarantine, and I, that wasn't right. I wasn't here for that. I'm just here to raise them. That's it. Okay, y'all here to teach them. Okay, I don't want to sit with them. I love them jokers, but God. Be be my help. He's a mighty God indeed. And he came through. He let COVID calm down just a tad so that I can have some self-care, so that I can be the best man that I can be. Judge me if you want to, but I don't care about your judgment. I got a therapist. I work it out with her. Them kids going to school. <laughs> and that's when the blessings come in. That's and that's when the blessings come in. in. You know, what's, what's, what's crazy is uh, I was on my Facebook today and you know Facebook do the, on this day how many years ago? And 10 mm-hmm. years ago, I said that in 10 years, I, you know, give me 10 years to have kids. And well, I'm kidless, number <laughs> one, but number two, no time soon. Listen, they are a blessing. I wouldn't trade Jaden. They, are, defi- they are definitely anything. a blessing. They're definitely but I God. Just, I just want to, I just want to keep making financially irresponsible decisions and I have to worry about mouse. And you can't That's do that. You can't yeah, and do I, that. And I like and, and just get up and hop up and go whenever I feel good, goddamn going. That's to. that's the thing. That's the you thing. Can't yeah. do that either. I got you about can. another three, four, five more years before I can be able to just get up and leave. Because Josh is my oldest is only 10. So I still got a minute before I can just yeah. get up and do the thing. Yeah, you got yeah, you got a minute. So Brian, yeah. I see that you I see that you judge with your eyes, but I don't care. I'm not judging. I, okay. My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, but but wait, Brian's daughter is that girl. No, no, okay, no. Let's, Brooke, let's 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 Brooklyn. Let's, is. let's 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 like we, she we, got we, a, she got an escalate. The videos that he's been posting <laughs> lately, I've been like, okay, like that's she like that's my friend in my head. Okay, <laughs> living luxury, right? Like that's really my that's really my girl. Like she really that she like that's the it girl. That's the it girl in the making. Okay, like. <laughs> <laughs> she is though. She has mad personality. She's she she found heels, so she wants to wear heels all the time now. Um, 
She loves her car, her pink car. Her pink her Escalade. Her, 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 her pink Mercedes. She loves her oh, pink Mercedes. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse she loves me. a handbag. She ain't gonna be um, selling Mary Kay. It ain't a pink Cadillac. It's a Mercedes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she loves her handbag. She loves to walk into, into school uh, with, her, with her shades on. She loves all the things. Um, she loves to, to, to IG post. Um, she, she, you take a picture of her now, she wants to see the camera to see if, you know. That's because her mama, funny. a.k.a. <laughs> It's 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 in it's in she she be trying to ski me around the house she does it so it's funny um but yeah I, um self care self care um I I need to get my my fingers and my feet done so yeah oh that looks good that looks good but I, it's been a while um and I'm a type of person I don't I'm in like between having, myself do it bro I don't like bad fingers I don't like bad toes I do not um so I'm gonna get me to one of them um places to take care of that and um that's pretty much it that's, that's something i've been wanting to do for a long time haven't done in like a couple of weeks so manicure pedicure that's what i'm doing for black men self-care that is what's up so brian do we have anything in the p.o box let me go down and check see if rodney jenkins our post office man let's, let's just let's just see uh we do have something in the p.o box let's go let's, let's head this. that way all right All right, good people, we are here at the P.O. Box. You know, this is the segment where you can write in your letters and tell us all the things and let us get all up in your business. All of them. And if you want to write in, we will possibly read your letter here on the show. Just write in to askthejigsaw at gmail.com and we'll be um, able to do that, give you a pseudonym to protect your privacy and we'll give you the best non-therapeutic advice that we are able to give you. Brian, we yes. need a strong, uh, tell us who, what their pronouns are so that we can give them a strong okay. name. All right, so uh, pronouns, she, her. All right, so I'm going to relinquish my seat today, and I'm going to let Charles and Chance, like, please give, give, give them a strong, we love a strong black name over here. Strong black name. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we, now when you say, like, how strong are we going? Are we going yeah. 19, are we going 1940s, 50s strong, or are we going, like, today strong? As strong right. as you, what, what, strong, whatever comes whatever, in your mind. Whatever decade you want, that, that's a strong black name, as long as it's strong. It don't matter what decade, as long as it's strong. Mm, Sonequa. Shaniqua, we need a last name. <laughs> we, need, we need a last name. Chance, we need a last name. I don't want to give her no comment. Like, let's 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 give her let's give her Williamson. Let's give her Williamson. Because it'll be easy to get it'd be even to give her Jones or Browns or Smith <laughs> or anything like that. Let's let's give her something else. Let's give her Shaniqua Williamson. Shaniqua oh, right. Williamson. That's so, all right. That's black. Go ahead. That's a good, that's a good strong black name. Uh so Shanika writes, What's up, you all? I hope you are well. I love you guys, but I want to get straight to the point. I've been dating this guy for over three years, and he has yet to propose to me. We have talked about marriage before, so I know it's something that is on his mind and something we both want. What causes me to wonder if this is really going to happen is recently any talk about marriage has stopped. When I try to bring it up, he either changes the subject or gets very quiet and awkward about it. Generally, we are in a good place, but this is eating at me that our future seems to be on hold. We already live together, but our lease is up in October. High as the keys, I do not want to renew if I'm, I'm still unsure about where our future will go. 
I ain't about to be sitting around for 12 years and just be his little special friend. <laughs> Shouts out to the, the, the funeral program being the special friend. His special friend was Shaniqua Williamson of 12 years. <laughs> uh, should I wait? Should I wait it out hoping he will propose soon? Or should I bring it up one last time before I cut this man off? I would hate to end a three-year relationship, but the uncertainty has me pressed. Any advice will be helpful. Sincerely, Shaniqua Williamson. You're going to throw it to Charles and Chance first. <laughs> okay. Let me just say this. So I, I'm going to give you two, two, two things that could be a possibility. He, he's getting ready to propose to you, and he's trying to not have that conversation because he doesn't want to spoil it. Because, you know, sometimes us men, we could just say stuff and not even think about, like, we just saying stuff. So he probably might be ready to make that commitment, but he's just trying to make sure it's right. And when you bring it up, it's kind of like, damn, I don't want to say anything about it. Mm -hmm. So if that, if that's, that's one scenario. And with that scenario, if you want to wait until the end of this year, wait till the end of this year and then ask him again. And so you can go into the new year single. Cause if he say no, <laughs> you could go into the new year, a new woman. Okay. Mm -hmm. Secondly, if, he is not really responsive to you talking about marriage now. And he was then maybe his ideas have changed about it. And he know he doesn't know how to have a conversation with you about it. And if that's the case and you know, you want to be married again, leave. It's a three-year relationship. I'm pretty sure you're young and beautiful. I'm pretty sure you have so many things that you want to do ahead of you. And I know like a three-year commitment is a long commitment in, in a lot of our lives because some of us weren't able to even get to a year um so if you feel if you feel like you have to force a man to marry you because this ain't gonna be no um jim jones and and what's her name you know what chrissy. i mean chrissy you know mm. um, <laughs> you know i, I wouldn't want to see that for you sis so if that's the case then then leave you know find somebody who's willing to marry you because the man gonna know when he see you that's my wife you know what I mean? Like nine times, a lot of times he's he going to see you. He's like, that's my wife. I want to, I want to, you know? So if, if that's the case, then dip out and, and take some time for yourself or, or let somebody else get another chance. That's, that's I, my thing. I am a little biased right now. Cause I, I just ended a relationship. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm single, but it's okay. It's, no, all it's no, okay. All that. It's okay. It's okay. No, all that. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All for my brother's feeling because I love yeah, him, but not yeah. all. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, and you and we were and we were together for like close to a year and a half, but I've known him for over two years now at this point, and he can go to hell. But besides that, um, <laughs> besides that, you know what? I I I, I really resonate with Shaniqua a lot because like marriage was something we talked about a lot too except we weren't living together and first things first girls your name on the lease i need to know that oh i need to know if your name's on the lease first <laughs> but but i'm but i'm assuming your name is on the lease because you had the option to renew so i'm assuming i always tell people don't move in with nobody unless your name is on the lease if your name ain't on the lease don't go but um i mean taking it you know speaking from someone who just kind of went through a little bit of something like that not exactly that i mean it's a risk either way Right. You know, it's a it, it just it's just whatever risk you decide is going to feel best in that moment, because realistically speaking, you could 
you could wait a little bit. He might, like Charles said, he might be proposing. He might just be trying to throw you off, you know, or maybe he isn't really serious about it. And maybe his, maybe like Charles said, his ideas did change, but I want to take a step further and say, maybe you just need to have an open and honest conversation with him. And just be like, listen, I've noticed recently that whenever marriage comes up, the feelings that you had about it year one, year two are not the feelings that you have in year three. And so I need to know if this is something that you still want to do, because I also uh, agree with the whole not being a little special little friend thing. Cause one thing about it and two things for sure, I would never sit up personally, my own personal thing. And this is something that I've said to Charles, but my own personal thing, I honestly wouldn't stay in a relationship for more than five to three to four or five years, five years max. If I didn't know it was going somewhere serious, mm-hmm. cause there's no point in wasting my time. No. Like it's, it's no point in wasting my right. time if it's not going anywhere serious. So like, if I don't believe that it's going somewhere, like personally, I must, I ain't going to stick around for too much longer. Cause yep. I could, my future man could be waiting for me and you holding me the fuck up. I gotta go. <laughs> okay, like, I gotta go. You standing in the way of uh, mm-hmm. somebody else. Like, I uh-uh, no. Or true happiness. So, yeah. No, 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 no. I agree. Um, I think Charles made a really good point in terms of he may be trying to throw you off. Because yeah. you said he was awkward and weird. So, I mean, you didn't go into detail, but it's like, what kind of awkward and weird, right? Because right. when I was getting ready to propose to my now wife, um, I had like I had a, bu- a bunch of meetings. Right. And those meetings were me setting up like the restaurants and like trying to field out places I wanted to do it because I was inviting a whole bunch of friends, hoping she was going to say yes in front of all these people. Um, I, <laughs> I invited them. But like that was me. So I was because we had just had our son not too um, long before that. So like I was over her house a lot. So when I stopped coming over there as much, she started asking a lot of questions, trying to figure out what was going on and all this other kind of stuff. But it was me moving different because I was really planning. Right. Mm. Um, so I, I would need to know what kind of weird is he acting? Like if he just kind of, mm. if it's his behavior real shifty in terms of like, he just don't want to talk about it. And you really feel as though he don't want marriage or is he just like, can you feel as though he's just avoiding the conversation to Charles's point, not to slip up. There's a, there's a big difference there. Number two if you feel as though he's really shifted his perspective, you owe it to yourself to have that conversation. Don't keep going through this um, thinking he's going to do it one day because one day will never happen. You will look up and he'll be married to someone else after y'all. Because Mm -hmm. he may have decided for whatever reason, right? Because one thing I will tell you that quarantine did, all jokes aside, quarantine revealed the strength of relationships. When you were forced to be in a space with somebody 24 seven and see some of the things that they do at work that you don't never see and be able to be around them and, you know, smell farts in the middle of the day when you, you know what I'm saying? Like all, like all the, all the things that we don't think about, right. It really tested the compatibility of people, not just like, not just relationships, but roommates and friendships, all different types of things. And there could have been something that happened in the midst of y'all living together that would be like, you know what? She ain't it. And mm-hmm. the same way that you've noticed that October is coming, it may be on his calendar too. Yep. And he could, and it's, it's a punk move, but he could be waiting for October to be like, you know yep. what? It's time to split. So I feel like we in August, you got a whole like month and a half to have that conversation and just be like, what? And if you, and if he, if he completely avoids it and tries to make some weird excuse, he might be ready to propose. But if he's just like real shifty in his behavior and was like, you know what? I just ain't thinking about marriage no more. Then you got your answer, sis. 
Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. it. And there's no need for you. If you want to be married, not to say that marriage is the end all be all of life because it ain't. Right. But if you really want to be married and that's your desire for long term relationship, then you are doing yourself a disservice for mm-hmm. waiting. Because one thing about us as men, regardless of where you are and how you identify and all the things, mm-hmm. nigga, we know. We know okay. what's up. We know what we want. No. And we know who we want. And yep. if he knew at Big one facts. point and at some point he don't know no more then what he does know is that it ain't you. So don't mm-hmm. keep wasting your time. Um, and prayers up to you. That's all I got, because I ain't got much else. Brian? I, I have nothing. I, y'all pretty much said everything I would have said. Um, yeah, so Shaniqua, all power to you. Let us know what happens after this. Know. You know, Let us know. Let if you need somewhere to stay, we don't know if we can help you out. We but, don't know about that. Um, we can Google some extended stays in your We city, can. But that's it. <laughs> That's all we can do. We just got resources for you. That's all. That's it. Okay, that is it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, and, and I mean engagement. You know, marriage is one thing, but y'all need to be like they say. Y'all need to be talking about where y'all gonna live because y'all have a home, honey. Right? Because can you afford a home by yourself? Are you exactly. You got a white refrigerator, honey. Got a white refrigerator. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Find, let's go find you a home. Honey. Home, honey. Home. home, honey. Does your microwave <laughs> sit on the counter or is it in the cabinets? Because these are things oh. we need. To, these are things we need to, need to know. <laughs> Oh, all right, Brian. Yes, you ready to wrap up the show with a greater conversation? Yes, and it's been a month, so we yes. have some things. I got some things to talk about that have, that have built up that need to be mm. said. Let's let's do it. All right, let's go. Let me talk. Let me talk. All right, we are at a greater conversation where we get some things off of our chest, and it's been a month, so there's been a lot that's been going on the last mm-hmm. month. So, uh, again, since we have some friends in the living room, we're going to let Charles and Chancey kind of get some things off their chests first. So I'm going to throw it to Chancey first. And if there's anything you want to get off of your chest that's happened within the last month or so. It could be anything. It could be anything. Anything. (laughs) I don't know. So much for me has happened in the last month. I mean, I know, like, honestly, though, like I went on a trip of a lifetime and Mm -hmm. then didn't know in the midst of that, like I mentioned, I was going through a breakup and everything. Um, you can cuss him out if you want to, right here. You know what? <laughs> but this, 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 this is such a sacred. This is such a sacred place, and you know who wants. This is to, not a sacred section, though. This, listen, this section, this is the a, section we let it all out. Uh, you know what? Here's what. Here's what I'll say. I'll, <laughs> I'll say this. I will say that if 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 there's anything that's on my heart, my mind right now has been heavy. Um, it is not settling for the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Like I always knew my worth because my mom and I mean, obviously Charles can attest to this as well. Like my mom has always let me know like what my worth was and she's always really built me up and everything. Mm-hmm. But like this past month, like I've had to really like kind of revisit, you know, like knowing my worth again. And then I've mm-hmm. also, I've also been forced to really sit here and think about, and me and Charles, you know, on the last episode of our podcast, we talked about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also We're an episode, to, by the way. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and so we, 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 you know, we, me and Charles talk all the time, but we, I really had a, we had a deep conversation about forgiveness and what that looks like, because I feel like a lot of the times, like, you know, people think that forgiveness is through connection, but I had to kind of evaluate like what my boundaries were as a person too, because, and we mean when I was talking to Charles, you know, I said like 
I'm full of love. I make every decision with love. So like if I have to stop fucking with you, it's because it was my last resort. And mm-hmm. I've just kind of had to like remind myself of, you know what, like Chancey, like you're doing the right thing. And mm-hmm. like, that's what you need to be doing. So like for me, what's on my chest right now, what's on my mind right now is just knowing that choosing me is the best option possible. People know exactly what the fuck that they doing when they do it. Mm-hmm. And not settling for any fucking bare minimum shit and if people really care about you then they will really treat you accordingly and listen to you so like that's what's been on my heart Mm -hmm. heavy the past Mm -hmm. like few weeks okay it's beautiful yeah we love it yeah charles anything you want to get off your chest brother yes any every, every i got a lot i have a lot i'm gonna start with saying this and shout out to the people who do nine to fives and enjoy their jobs, but fuck these jobs. Okay. That's one thing I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I have been in my head about how much, how many hours I put in at the job and mm-hmm. how that equates to what I'm being paid, you know, Ooh. like the lack mm-hmm. thereof and how much I'm doing for lack thereof I'm tired of it I would love to spend more time on my creative content I would love Mm -hmm. to spend more time on my brand I would love to spend more time just uh, exploring the world and doing things that really truly honestly makes me happy Mm -hmm. and I just feel that I am I have a little um nervousness and scaredness within me to just leave the place that i'm at and i don't want to do that prematurely uh but i really don't have the time to invest in the things that i truly want to invest in and i wanted to say that to myself and the people who are actual actually talented who love what they're doing whether it be you're you're talented in fashion you're talented in dancing you're talented in whatever it is shoot for the shoot for the dream shoot for your dreams I'm telling myself the same thing. I'm talking to me. I am super duper tired of these jobs and the professionalism, the white professionalism that happens. I'm so over it. I recently told my director, had a conversation with her, you know, white woman directing the whole entire, you know, department. Okay. (laughs) I told her that I am, I, I told her specifically in a, in a room full of other white people that I am tired as a black man and a black person of code switching. I'm tired of it. Mm. I'm tired of trying to have these Ooh, that's, mediocre. That's... Yes. I'm tired Ooh. of having these mediocre conversations with white people because they are afraid to have conversations with me because they don't want to say the wrong thing because they don't want to be checked on the wrong thing. So they want to continue to have little small conversations just to make it by. And I'm like, when I see my people and I, I showed her, I said, when I see my people, I want to do this. What's up? What's up? And I wave mm-hmm. my hands like this. <laughs> and she said, okay, I know that must be exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. And I don't want to be here, but I'm going to do this work because I'm, I'm great at what the fuck I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even though sometimes I have imposter syndrome, but I'm great at what I do. My Sorry. staff member love, my staff members love me, That's you right. know, and I have built a rapport with a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. However, this is not what I want to do. I want to be the Charles that everyone knows me to be. And yeah. I want to stop limiting myself and stop not posting the things that I want to post in a creative manner because I'm afraid of what the world might say and what the world mm. might do. Um, so again, fuck these jobs, love yourself, live for yourself, travel, invest in yourself i'm not telling you to be a business owner but i'm telling you to invest in yourself because not all of us are are business savvy 
Say that. Say that. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. word, Charles. That is that's, a word. That's, that's, that's a word. That's, that's for right. you black businesses that are out there. Um, your customer service, it needs to get better. And I'm not telling <laughs> you to have white people customer service or white mm-hmm. professionalism, because when we say professional, yo, you lack professionalism. We always are talking about white supremacy and white mm-hmm. professionalism. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck about mm-hmm. that. I don't. I don't care about that. When you see me, you treat me as I'm your brother or your sister. But if you treat your brother and sister like how you talk to me, then don't treat me like that. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say, do what the hell you want to do, and take a leap of faith because God always has you, and you will do great things. And that's all, folks. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> we didn't have to hear it. Josh, did you want to go first? Or want me to go first? Um, I can go. It's um mm, two parts. Okay. So it's not often that I uh, uh that I drag a black woman, but I gotta do it. Cynthia Revo. If you don't know who she is, Cynthia <laughs> Cynthia Revo is um I think she's Nigerian and um and but has like acting roots and stuff from the UK. And um, she's been very vocal about her disdain for Black American culture. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not a fan of it. She don't really like it and all these other kind of things. And most recently, specifically, if you're in tune with Black Greek organizations, or even if you're not, it has been all over the internet that she was one of the, I think it was nine of them or six of them or something like that. I think Women, it was nine. Nine? Yeah, yeah it, was it was nine. nine. Women who were inducted um, as honorary members uh, or initiated, I won't say pledge, you know, mm-hmm. but they were initiated, as, <laughs> <laughs> initiated, initiated as members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. And, um, it, you know, it, it just behooves me that this woman who does not like Black American culture, this woman who has all these things to say about Black Americans has, has really benefited like her whole career has benefited on the backs of Black American culture. Uh, we knew you more so because of the role you played as Celie in The Color Purple. Do you not know what The Color Purple means to Black people and Black families? Yep. That is one of our movies. It is a Negro spiritual in film form. And you play the main character. You were Celie. The biggest part of your success was because of that. Then you went on to be one of our true queens, Miss Harriet Tubman. You play Harriet mm-hmm. Tubman. And you did a great job in that role. Then most recently, you decided to hook up with the History Channel and be Aretha Franklin. Nobody asked you to do that. So there's a whole movie coming out. You don't look like Aretha. You don't sound like Aretha. You have an amazing voice. She, I yep. love Cynthia Rivo's voice. Um, but you ain't Aretha. You ain't nobody's Aretha. So you did that when we didn't want it. You could have kept Aretha that. Aretha also handpicked Jennifer Hudson. Handpicked. Did. Okay. Well, well, well did. before she passed. Well before, well she, before passed. she passed. So you won on her hands, her fingers, her toes, or her pinky. You want there sis and you got all this stuff then you then to just add insult to injury for me you accepted this uh, membership into this space that is sacred to specifically black american culture it's not to say that we're not welcoming anyone from the entire diaspora of the black community because we are most definitely welcoming our brothers uh, of any type of descent um and I'll save my comments on, you know, on, on the white he taste and, <laughs> and black Greek led organizations. Uh, we ain't talking about that today. It's a whole conversation. But what I am saying is that 
I, I need you to be real clear about where your blessings and your favor has come from. It's been built on the backs of black Americans and the fact that you have so much to say, but without us and without portraying us and without um, living in spaces um, that we've curated, that we've created, sis, you wouldn't be here. Now, I'm not going to drag you to the point of disrespecting you and calling out your name, but I will want you to say, be careful. And you need to and you need to really figure out the ways in which your success have come because it did not really come from like all, all the energy you put in over there. It came from us. And what we've what we've had to build and fight for in America as black Americans, right? We've created our culture, like like culture don't move without us. And you are a byproduct of that, right? Your success is based on that. So that's number one. Just do better, sis. Number two, Texas. Now, I know all you niggas love Houston and Dallas, but let's talk about the state in totality. They have they have no longer made it a requirement to teach on real indigenous people and Native Americans. There's no longer a requirement for them to teach on Martin Luther King. And they want to position the Ku Klux Klan as a kind of, you know, not so dangerous nationalist group who was really defending American ideals based on um, the Confederacy. Now, if that ain't the biggest piece of bull that I've ever heard in my life, um, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how many times we have to go back, right, before we realize that these politicians, these things are really not built for our success. We can have a different conversation about critical race theory because I have some thoughts about that. And mm -hmm. I do and I do think it is so advanced that it likely wouldn't be taught in elementary schools anyway. That's more of at least at basic level high school senior, maybe an AP type of class, right? Um, but that type of that type of uh, curriculum isn't really introduced until you get to the collegiate level anyway. But that's, a, that's another conversation for another day as well. But to literally ban MLK when my homie got a whole holiday, right? My mother's brother got a whole holiday. To literally not talk about the people who were already here. Christopher Columbus ain't found nothing. The pilgrims were murderers, they were rapists, they were all the things, right? So to erase them from history is to literally create this narrative that talks about how white people ain't white people are not here, how whiteness isn't really a thing, and whiteness is mm -hmm. very much a thing. It started with your raggedy, nasty, trifling, disgusting ancestors, mm -hmm. the ones that didn't brush their teeth, didn't wash their tails, right? It started with them. Y'all still ain't washing y'all booties because Ashton Kutcher said, if you can't see dirt on your child, don't clean them. He said that he don't shower nasty. every day, and when he do shower, yeah. he only washes hot spots. So y'all been nasty from the the beginning what i'm saying is is that white people are trifling on several accounts and it is the it is the disgusting nature of whiteness that is invading our now classrooms and teaching this we've already had a diluted version of a history anyway so what this is simply doing is taking out all like we always only had mlk and harriet tubman and frederick Douglass anyway so now mm -hmm. you're taking them away from us to tell this new story about how america is just 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 this wonderful and beautiful place don't get me wrong and you know i live in america I like it over here, but it does not mean that this it's is like the bit right. It's it's ghetto, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, not, and and beyond ghetto, because sometimes the ghetto is a vibe. This is a trailer park, right? This is nasty, right? This is mobile home village, and y'all are legit living that out. And I'm sick and tired of it. So Ted mm -hmm. Cruz and all the other senators that are in the state that have helped make these decisions along with your governor, you all can legit go to hell, uh, for real, for real, because you are damaging society. You are damaging uh, all the 
children that are inside of your school systems and it is just not setting them up for success. And I pray that some black teacher in every one of these schools is bold enough to stand against this because they say it's not required, but it said that you it didn't say that you couldn't do it. So teach MLK, teach Nat Turner, teach Malcolm X, teach all of the people doing mm-hmm. all the black things and let these little white heat know that there will be no America as you know without us. Right. And that's it. Brian, go ahead. Because white people get on my nerves, but go mm. ahead. Well, mine seems a little shallow after all of that. Um, <laughs> and that's okay. Mine's for, Barry, so mine's for Barry Hankerson. Um, nigga, if you don't release this, I'll leave music. Like, I'm just ready for it to be released. Yes. <laughs> we, we need this music. Like, we want yes. it. We want it. Hey, we don't want you to keep going back, back, back and forth. Just drop it. Right. Like, give us, we want one in a million. We we want it. We want it bad. Like an album. An album. We want it. We yes. want it. So all this back and forth, all this estate talk, all this bickering and fighting, y'all, y'all, y'all making us upset. It's upsetting me and my homegirls. So please, 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 please just release the music. I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm really tired. It's, she's been dead like what 20 years? How long has it been? Like it's it's almost been actually 20 years. Yeah. It'll September be, it'll or be tw- August. It'll, it'll be 20 years, I think, at the end of this month. Cause she passed, yeah. It'll be twenty years at the end of this month. It's yeah. That's that's really crazy. Now that you now you see you think about it, and it's not like yeah. her music. It's not like her music would not do a number. Child, you know how many black people do a line dance to rock the boat? Okay. Listen. Okay. Listen. Listen. TikTok would go on. TikTok would burn right now with with that. Like with, that's what I'm saying. It, it would be it would be a the it would, The numbers would be crazy. The numbers yeah. will be absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, so give it, give it to us. This is what we want. We don't have time to go buy CDs. We ain't trying to buy no vinyl to listen to some Aaliyah. Just let us have it on our phones. Although I do have a vinyl player, so you, if he would like, you know, I, I, if, if there's anything out there, then I, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> but most of us aren't classy like you. So, you know, I, I just want it on my phone. I just went on my phone. Uh, I'm just tired of it. I think the fans need it. I think we would love it. The numbers would be amazing. Because um, the only one we can actually listen to right now is the aging number. The number we ain't allowed to listen to that, though. So, and, and, and the closest to the Aaliyah beat is Wild Side by Dormani. And I was surprised that that, was, that happened. Mm-hmm. So, right. I was super yeah. surprised. Yeah. Right. So um, that's that. Again, it, it, it didn't take, you know, it wasn't as close to, you know, Martin Luther King not being taught in school. It's okay because Aaliyah is an icon in black history too. <laughs> she okay. is. Let's be clear. Crystal. Let's be clear. Roman she said, nice. I'm writing you a four page letter. 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 And oh, I enclosed closed it with, with, with a kiss. Wow. Wait, wait, and but, if you but, write back, it better. Get better. Get here get on, on time. time. USPS, give was, me my letter. It was, it was, it was the way she was making demands about that whole entire song because mm-hmm. it, it started off with turn my turn my music up. Yes. Okay. A little bit more. Up some more. Okay. Up some more. And she she went in there. And she said, "Listen, I'm going to tell you what I need today." Okay. I need. I'm writing you a letter, but let me tell you what I need in response. Okay. In response, and then she gave us a Marvin Gaye remake. Right. Okay, she gave us classics. Yes, you know what I'm saying? And she and she's not the best singer, but she gave us a good number with she that. Gave uh, us a good number. The one I gave my heart to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She, she gave oh, us a yeah. good voice on that. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so RIP Aaliyah and release that music because we need please, it. Please, we need it. If it released, I'm throwing a 90s party the next day. Oh yeah. <laughs> after, after all the hell we've been through, we need that album. Okay. Both albums. Absolutely. All right. Um, but that I think concludes. 
I think that concludes another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. It has been amazeballs a to pleasure. have you all here in the living room. Us, y'all kicked off your shoes and relaxed your feet, part of down with the Jigsaw Podcast, just kicking. Y'all did the things. Did <laughs> we are so <laughs> glad to have y'all. Um, before we wrap it up officially, Charles Chancey, tell the people how they can follow you, how they can connect, how they can listen to your podcast. Tell them all the things. You can follow us on Instagram as at as fuck the podcast um fuck is spelled f-x-c-k it's all one word um you can find us on apple music spotify um we are starting to utilize our youtube page a little bit more so you can mm-hmm. you can't you can catch one or two episodes up there as well iHeartRadio, google podcast you know we we everywhere as everywhere podcast yes we everywhere and check out our last episode, okay? Yes. Forgiving as fuck. We yeah. talked a lot about forgiveness, what that mm-hmm. means for us, mm-hmm. um, how we navigate with uh, yeah. love and forgiveness, and yeah. how forgiveness does not equate to building a rapport with someone yet yeah. again. Yeah. No, that is facts. But can we pause for the calls and talk about how Charles said he didn't trust international flights because he was like, don't we got to stop for gas? But you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I died. And I meant it. Don't we got to stop, baby? He's like, don't we got to stop? Charles like, how we in the air for 14 hours? I ain't going to hold you on my way over there. I was just like, child, I'm like, we're going to make it the entire way. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking, I'm like, we're going to make it the entire We're not going to make a pit stop. Like, they know they're playing. They know they're right, playing. Right. And, and I, but, but, you know, hey, we made it. So, okay. Okay. The grace of God. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we appreciate y'all guys, um, our brothers for real family, uh, for being Thank here with us. us. Absolutely. You know, you know, oh, you, yes. You know Favorite episode already. You, you know when y'all ask, we're gonna come. You know, we, you listen. We appreciate it. We want to come, we want to come back to the people in, in high class and good fashions. And we did that. <laughs> we did <laughs> we did that with our brothers. Uh, so thank everybody. Thank everybody for being patient with us. As you know, Brian and Brian and I, we got jobs, we got families. We I just right. talking about my kids, right? We have families, right. we have to be dads and husbands and all the things. Uh, but we are back and we don't plan on taking any more breaks anymore time soon. God forbid something happens. Um, but Brian, tell the people how they can connect with us uh, before we close it out. Yep. Uh, Jigsaw Podcast. We are everywhere on all the social media. Well, not all the social media. Instagram, Facebook. Um, we follow me at I am Brian here. Follow Josh. I am Josh Rogers. Uh, all the websites, all the things. We're on every platform in terms of podcasting. Mm-hmm. So please do that. We do recommend. Uh, it's never recommend. It's a it's a, it's a demand. <laughs> if you are going to rate us, give us five stars or nothing at all, please. Yep. If you don't have five uh, stars, keep your come. Keep your keep, ratings. Keep it. We don't want it. Um, and please give us a comment, share your friends, you know, share with your friends, let them know that you love us. Let them know you love, um, our, our friend podcast here. Uh, and Josh, before we leave, let the people know what they need to do. Yes. All you can do is, you know what I'm saying? What you can, mm-hmm. all you can, and the mm-hmm. best ways that you can, but whatever you do, whatever you never do. get caught with your work undone. That's a wrap y'all. See y'all. Love next y'all. Week. Love you. Love you.